love it. It is Philosophy Friday. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Gen A studio. Uh, yeah, I was going to cut it after uh, the first course of Living on a Prayer, and then it just kind of caught up with me and just had to let it ride. Uh, I'm okay with it. I hope you are. hope we are. Um... Quick tidbit on the Gen A Studios. Uh, we had a, a writer. I, I think I'll allow her to remain anonymous, Rakwish. Um, she said, how... She said, what What kind of studio is it? A Gen A? Your car is a Gen A? I was like, yeah, like, you know, I named it Gen A. Like, G-I-N-N-A-Y. She thought <laughs> it was a type of car and Googled Janae Automobiles. <laughs> oh, that, that gave me a chuckle. That gave me a good chuckle. Um, but anyway. Sorry, losing my train of thought. Not very focused today. Had a casual morning. Woke up at 5.30, sat on the patio, read for an hour and change. So, uh, I think the energy's a little light. A little light, but that's alright. Let's get right into it. Let's see here. Alright, so, I went to the Laker game on Monday. Sarla Beasy ball out. Uh, it was a great game. Uh, they were getting blown out at first. They were down 18 in the first quarter, which in the NBA really means nothing. NBA only matters in the last five minutes of the game. Uh, LeBron hit a pull-up three from like three or four feet beyond the arc um, to tie the game, sent it to OT. Uh, he missed a couple free throws. He missed two free throws in a row to ice the game in OT, and they ended up losing. Um, but nonetheless, it was an exciting game. Both teams scored over 140 points. So high scoring, a lot of action. Um, which led me 
to ask, do we love the layup line? Um, I'm a layup line guy. Uh, the layup line has withstood the test of time. I mean, it's not too often that you see pros doing the exact same drill they were doing when they were three. Like, I don't care what level you are, you do a layup line to start the game. That's, and it's like across every team, like there's no, I don't know, I feel like Eh, maybe hockey. Hockey has like a, a similar warm up, but even then, I feel like their routines are a little different. Like baseball, you can kind of like tweak how you warm up. Everybody can do it individually. Football, you know, it's by position. Like the layup line is the layup line. Um, there's no if, ands, or buts. Like whether you know you're going to Reading High, you're playing YMCA basketball. Or you're LeBron James, like LeBron's the best player in the world and he is in the layup line, like he's grabbing a rebound and, and hitting that outlet pass. Um, so do we love the layup line? Yes. I'm definitely a fan of the layup line. Uh, it's all about the fundamentals, baby. So keep those layup lines going. Uh, this has been kind of a controversial topic locally, uh, real locally, like on my street. Um, so, Jordo lives three houses down, and he has to be at work at like some outrageous time, at like 6 in the morning or like 6.15 in the morning. So he's on the road every day at 5.45 a.m., and... Actually, he hasn't been doing it lately because there's mad issues. Um, every day at 5.45 when he drives by the house, he gives it a double honk. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but a little... Something like that. Uh, like, boop, boop. And it's just absurd. Like, just driving by the same house every day, like, just ripping a horn. And... I mean, we're like, we live in a pretty condensed neighborhood. It's not like we're in a standalone home or anything like that. Um, so, Elico, uh, my roommate, he advises against it. Um, because we have, I don't know if I told this, but we have an absolute psycho neighbor. Which I guess, like, <laughs> now that I'm talking about it out loud, like... We're definitely the psychos. Like, he's he's not the psycho neighbor. But let's just say he's a little tightly wound. So, one day we went surfing pretty early, and we get back. And it's like it's like 7.30 in the morning. Maybe 8. Definitely not 8. Definitely not 8. It's like 7.30. And we're not, like, being loud. But, you know, we're, we're conversing in the driveway, like, putting our boards away and whatnot. And this guy just comes storming down the street. He looked like, like, I forget what he looked like because I kind of blacked out because was, I was so shook. But, like, in my head, I have him, I have him pictured wearing, like, pajama pants, a tank top, like, a sweet 
bushy mustache, maybe Fu Manchu, bald, um, basically all the things I aspire to be. Um, and he's just walking down, we, like we see him like walking towards us, and he is angry. He's pissed, pissed. I don't like. I can't remember seeing just so much anger in somebody's face in a long time <laughs> and he walks down and he just flips his shit guys are always making fucking noise like blah, like flipping out and like I thought he was going to straight up fight us like it would have been a 3 on 1 and he would have kicked our asses like just killed us um so so Jordan keeps talking. <laughs> so like, so we're kind. So I'm. So Eriko advises against the honk, and I like. I love it. Like it just gets. It makes me laugh every time I hear it. Like, cause I'm I'm up. So like I like I'll just be like sitting in my room and I'll be pitch dark and I just hear this horn in the distance and I know it's for me and it just. Make it cracks me the hell up. I don't know why it's it's happened like literally probably like five hundred times, and it just it's so funny. But at the same time, I don't want this guy to murder me. So because I'm sure like he just he th he probably thinks of me. So so I don't know. Maybe we need some write-ins. Like, do we love the horn? Like, does the horn keep going? Like, is my life more important than my laugh? Wow. I didn't even think of that saying until I said it. Wow. Is life more important than laugh? That is... That's that's something to chew on. Um, so, yeah, I'm torn. Um, I'm torn on the horn. Wow. We are... We got some Shakespeare-type stuff going on right now. Uh, you know what? Still alive. So I'm for it. Fight on, Horn. Fight on. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, also at the Laker game, uh, some guy, he had one shot from the half-court line. 130 Gs. Drained it. It was awesome. Um... It was dope. Like, you... That's the second time I've ever seen somebody hit a shot like that. Uh, the other time, I was in Wembley Stadium in London. And... It was a rugby match. And a guy was like 30 yards out. And you, you had to kick the ball and hit the crossbar. Like, basically an impossible shot. And he won like half a million pounds or a quarter of a million pounds or something. Basically won like 500 grand. Um, and then he grabbed the microphone and quote unquote he goes, I, I can't believe I fucking did it. And it's just like echoing in like the stadium of 90,000 people. That was absolutely electric. Um, but seeing a 30 grand half court shot, that was pretty electric too. Um, do we love the half court shot? Uh, I'm a huge half court shot guy. I'm definitely about it. I like mid game entertainment. Um, but like they had like a, a skills contest between like the third and fourth, which was kind of, I don't know. It was all right. 
some skills are tight and others are not. Um, I do like the head-to-head skills competitions they put in between, but like I don't like timing ones. I like actual head-to-head ones. Um, but also the one shot type ones are, I'm, I'm about that. Like shooting, like even in hockey too, when they shoot one from half ice, that's cool. Like half court shots in basketball, that's cool. Just like one and done. Like the ones where like, you got like, like, like I like that the ones where there isn't always a winner as opposed to sometimes there's three people and like one person's always going to win like a Papa John's coupon. Like let's make it like 30 grand or bust. Um, Unless it's me going. If I'm participating, then I want I want something to win no matter what, because I probably won't be able to do it. Um, but yeah. And finally, uh, as I said, been doing some reading. Part of the reason I've been reading is because the book I picked up from the library, large print, baby. Big old 16-point block letters. Uh, they turn like a 200 page book into a 430 page book. So I feel great about myself. I am like ripping through that thing. Um, do we love large print? Now it's not all sugar and fairy dust in large print land. Um, the one downside, which honestly isn't too big of a downside. It kind of like gives me a little chuckle. Um, your eyes adjust to the print after you read it long enough so that when you look back at your cell phone, you think all the text on your cell phone got smaller. I'm not like, I shit you not. It is the weirdest thing. Like, and then you like, you kind of think like maybe your phone's shrinking, but then it's like, that's not possible. Like maybe my hands are getting bigger and it's like, Oh wait, no, I'm just reading a book printed for 80 year olds. Um, so I am all in on large print. Uh, when it comes to reading, it's all about that mental mindset. Um, you know, when you have, when I've said this before, prefaces are the devil, absolute devil. Don't give me any of these bullshit Roman numerals where I have to read 30 pages to get to page one. That is an absolute backbreaker. I'm putting that book back on the shelf, maybe lighting it on fire because I'm just never going to... Like, if I have to battle to get to page one, I'm, I, I've, I've lost before I began. I would... That... If I were president, I think that's my first move. Make prefaces illegal. All the ones that already have it, burn them. Reprint them. If anything, if or when I write a book... It's going to start on, like, page 15. Like, you just open the book, you're on page 15, large print, like, you know, throw in a couple blank pages, that way you're just ripping through that thing. It's all about that mentality. All about that mentality. Um, I'm all in on the large print game. I think 16 should be standard print at this point, and I'm ready to move up to, like, size 20. So if you haven't treated yourself to a large print... I highly suggest you do so, and I highly suggest you support your local library in doing so, and do it for free. Because if there's one thing this podcast stands for, it's frugality. So, rip the library, rip the large print, hit a layup line, 
Practice your half-court shots. You'll never know when you get called upon. And uh, listen to some funky beats. Been listening to Curtis Mayfield lately? Check that. Check that homeboy out. You know what? We're surfing the radio right now. Not getting what I want to hear. All right, we'll go with this. All right, catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Love everybody. Oh, also, got a had a good quote yesterday to, to summarize. It was kind of like, focus on the things we can control. The one thing we can always control is kindness. But if you close your Oh, this is the time